Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. The podcast about wrestling. I'm your host, Liz, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. And boy, howdy, are we having a good wrestling night tonight. And I forgot to update the layout, so it's from this past week's Impact. But it's Impact, so it's fine. Um, Big, uh, big stuff happened in this pay-per-view. Um, but gener- generally, this was a great show. Don't- I... Yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you. It was a fucking awesome pay-per-view. Um, great, great main event, albeit a bit overbook, overbooked. Um, but if you didn't expect that to be overbooked, then yeah, I mean, um, the whole premise of it was being overbooked. Yeah, a a sick opening match, and just great matches scattered throughout. Um, great title matches. And a bit of a shake-up in Bullet Club. Um, now we've got our predictions to go over before we jump into the episode. Now, Liz, I know you know how the predictions work, but for those watching and listening who don't, and maybe you don't know how they work, um, we make a prediction on the outcome of every match, sometimes a little more. And for every incorrect prediction, we have to take a dab of hot sauce. Now, I have for myself, uh, El Yucateco. Let me hold that up. El Yucateco, uh, chili habanero. It is black. Like, that is a yeah. black hot sauce. And uh, I have tried it. You've tried it. Yes. Um... I can't wait for you to try it. I've also got some um, flaming hot nacho cheese Doritos. They look fucking nuclear on the camera. <laughs> um, conversely, I also have the bag of them. Mm-hmm. As well as this fun little fucker that I found. It's Tabasco. But it's scorpion Tabasco. Yeah. And it's about as nuclear red as the Flaming Hot Chips. Um, it says on the back, seriously extra hot, which Tabasco is pretty spicy as it is. Um, like, as far as a mainstream hot sauce goes, it's got more yeah. bite than, I think, like Cholula. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then whoever has, Louisiana. whoever has the most correct predictions will be deemed the Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion and deal out a punishment to the loser. Now, uh, after Royal Rumble, I am currently the reigning, or was go- going into this, was the current reigning prediction champion. And after today's pay-per-view, um, I got four correct and five incorrect. So that's five dabs of hot sauce I have to do. Liz, how did you do? Do you want, do you, did you keep track? I got three correct and six incorrect. So I am still the reigning, defending, undisputed, 
pinfall podcast prediction champion i have a punishment for you was that not it that was not it <laughs> so your punishment is mm, i hate this I have thought of a word that if you say that word at any point, you have to do an extra dab of hot sauce. And if that Does word the- is said in chat as well, you have to do a dab. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to tell you when you say it. What if I figure it out? If Does you figure it out, then don't game? say it. Shit, what's it going to be, like, fucking suplex or something? No. Okay. Um, um, and we'll, we'll go more in-depth on the exact predictions um, and what we got right and wrong when we start recapping the episode. Um, but yeah, that's your punishment. Extra dabs of hot sauce for the mystery word. Um, I have espresso, which you think at 11, that doesn't sound like a good idea, but, um, sounds like a great idea to me. Oh, so bad. Um, so strong too. Jesus fuck. Um, I don't know if you get like this, but whenever I've got a new hot sauce that I like, I bought because it specifically looks spicy. It sort of feels like going into like a very like stressful level of like a video game where you're like well the last one felt the same way but like i got through it Mm -hmm. and now you're like i know i got through that last one but can i get through this one yeah because for everyone who's wondering and i'm sure you aren't the hot sauce that i was regularly using on this podcast is uh gone i consumed all of it yes yes liz uh plowed through it over the course of months, but yeah, plow through it is not the word I would have used. Very slow plow. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll just give a quick recap on on the pre-show. Um, we didn't catch the first match, which was Trey Miguel versus John Skyler, um, but we did catch the the second match, Tennille Dashwood versus Havoc. It was an okay match. Yeah, um, I, I, I never hate a day where I get to see, um, Decay, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't understand why, we, why we had this match. And I think it's because I just didn't pay attention to the promos going into it. Right. Which is my fault. Um, do you want me to go through the match? I have notes on the match. I mean, briefly, I guess. Yeah, it's not that money. Um, so Havoc basically flattens Tennille. Tennille ends up reaching for Caleb, but ha- um, Havoc pulls her away. Tennille then gets kind of like up. She stomps on Havoc. She gets some good strikes and uh, a few boots like here and there. Caleb then takes like a cute picture of Madison and Tennille with Havoc against the ropes. Um, and then we get repeated crossbites to Havoc. Havoc gets a few kicks into Tennille. Um, Tennille headbutts Havoc. Hits her with a flying crossbody. 
can't get the pin. And then the inspiration end up calling Caleb on his new phone that they got him, um, which distracts Madison rain throws a hissy fit, which distracts to Who's like, what the fuck? And this leads to her getting thrown down in a tombstone pile driver for havoc to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he was trying to do like the spotlight where he shines like his camera phone or his, his camera light on, uh, Tenille. When are we just going to get the influence versus the inspiration? Like, what, what are we what waiting I, that's on? That's why I was confused by this. That's why I, I didn't understand this match. Yeah, because I remember last time uh, they put it off because uh, the inspiration got COVID. Or were or stomach bug or something. They were out for a while. Um, but what are we waiting for now? I don't, it makes no sense. I, I don't get it either. I really don't. <sighs> um, all right, well, let's jump into the, the main card. We got Chris Bay versus Speedball Mike Bailey versus Ace Austin versus Jake something. Um, where the winner becomes number one contender for the X Division Championship. And uh, I picked Chris Bay to win this, expecting a Bullet Club victory all around. Um, and you picked who? I picked Speedball. Yeah. I thought after his uh, time away in Canada, he would come in and you know beat everybody. But I guess I should have seen through because of Ace and his like kind of storyline. Yeah. So none of oh, us. Shit, do this. None of us won. So now we both have to take a dab of hot sauce. And I am not looking forward to this black fucking <laughs> hot sauce. I'm really not. Just so menacing looking. Like, look how dark that is. Oh god. <laughs> oh, it definitely hits when you swallow it. <clears throat> but the the cheese from the Doritos helps. I'm not sure if it's adding to the spice at all. Um So in typical Tabasco fashion, it all comes out as water. No, the opposite. Oh, you have to like, like shake it, like power through it. This is like, hang on, I'm gonna have to get something for it. Uh huh. Oh, that's not a good face. That's not a good face. Oh. Oh, how hot is it? Um, it feels like honestly, maybe like having two or more chips of that like in a row mm -hmm. would hurt, but like it's weirdly comforting. Oh, this is gonna no sell all these hot sauces. 
No, I promise you I'm not. Because at first I was like, oh, no, this is horrible. And I guarantee you, if you made me do this again, mm-hmm. like right now, I'd fucking cry. But maybe it's because I swallowed it kind of quickly. Like it didn't sit on my tongue very long. But like in my throat, it's like nice and like it's warm. It's like throwing back a shot. Okay. Um, Let me get like a toothpick. Okay. Because I think that's the problem. All right. Well, I guess in the meantime, I'll, I'll stall for Liz. How's everyone doing today? Um, hope you all enjoyed No Surrender. Um, sacrifice was announced during the show. Um, I didn't write that down in my notes anywhere, so I, don't, I wouldn't know when to bring it up. But um, Rebellion's also coming up soon. Uh, and as for this coming weekend's show, next next weekend's show, uh, we haven't picked a pay-per-view yet. We're going to do another poll on Twitter for that. Um, we're probably going to put Terminus 2 on it. Um, that probably seems like an obvious choice. And as for the other two, don't know. We'll find out. And Liz has returned with a toothpick. Hey there. Once it's just sitting on your tongue and you don't get that nice, warm, comforting throat feeling, mm-hmm. oh boy, it's not fun. Hmm. Okay. Luckily, I have my warm coffee to carry me through. All right. So, why don't you get us through uh, Bay Speedball Ace and something? I thought you'd forgotten Jake's name for a second. I was like, "Yeah." Um. Okay. So Bay gets both Bailey and Ace out of the ring. He sunset flips Jake, but Jake ends up sending Bay out. Um. Bailey ends up kicking, getting his um. Uh, little Bailey kicks off to Jake. Jake. Wow. I I meant to say Jay at first. That's not the right person. We're not there yet. Sorry, everyone. Um, gets his cute little rapid fire kicks off to Jake and then double drop kicks um, Ace and Bay. Jake then turns it all around pretty quickly by suplexing the entirety of Bailey onto the field of men that are ra- waiting at ringside. If I start slurring my words, it's because my tongue is on fire. Um, never heard of a scorpion pepper before. Honestly. You haven't? No. No. Oh, no. Yes, you have, because we've had a scor that the scorpion uh, pepper purple carrot sauce. Oh, I thought it was like scorpion, like because like scorpions are like cool. No, no, scorpion pepper. I never associated that as like being a pepper. Oh. Anyways, um, and then he belly flops onto those men. Uh, Ace ends up kicking Jake in the face uh, once we're back in the ring as Jake eggs him on. Ace then tries to pull Jake but can't. Um, probably looking to Irish with him. He ends up bringing him to Chris Bay. Um, Bay kicks him upside the head. Um, Bay 
ends up drop kicking Bailey off the apron. Senton's on to Jake at the same time. So, like, basically, Bailey's sitting on the apron. Jake's on all fours. Bay drop kicks Bailey and then falls. And, like, I recognize that that move is mostly set up from other people. But it was fucking cool. Um, and this was around the time that Bay really kind of started to, like, go, like, off a little bit. And, like, both you and I were, like, sitting there like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Bay ends up flying over the ropes and on to Bailey. He dodges several kicks from Ace before <laughs> kind of flaunting that he's, like, faster than Ace is and gets a fucking... the fucking base of a foot right to the jaw and just drops. Um... Bailey then moonsault. Moon, hmm. This is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem going forward. Um, <laughs> Bailey moonsaults onto all of the men. He then Hurricane Rana's Jake something who catches him, bombs him into Ace, lifts him again. Bay then drop kicks Bailey off of his shoulders because like Jake's holding him like this. Bay comes in from here, drop kicks him down. Poison Rana's Jake. We get a huge blast. Oh. We get a huge splash onto Ace from Bay. Bailey ends up breaking the cover with a shooting star press. We end up getting a massive spear to Bailey. Um, Ace and Bailey team up, uh, kind of foreshadowing, um, just in time for a cutter from Bay to Bailey. Bay looks phenomenal until I think he's the one who got pinned, wasn't he? No, wasn't that Mike Bailey? Uh, who got pinned? I think it was Mike Bailey, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jake something ends up getting Mike Bailey, throws him down in and into the void to win, which I wasn't expecting. And I was really happy yeah. that he did. It was literally right after I had just said the only, the only one who's guaranteed not to win is Jake something. Yeah. So show so much I know. Um, so after that, we get a fantastic promo from Eric Young, who, uh, says I've earned everything in this business the right way. I'm not political, nor a kiss ass. I'm not a mark. I'm not a skinny asshole that got over on the internet. I'm a pro wrestler. Everything I got, I've earned it. The people that know, people who shared a ring with me, the people that know the truth, I am the best all-around performer this business has seen. When all is said and done, I will be considered the best all-around pro wrestler this business has seen. You have your word and reputation. I love to get my way and my reputation. When you love something, you're willing to die for it. So we're going to find out how willing you are. We're going to find out the lengths you're willing to go to defend your reputation. And maybe that's what set off Jay to perform the act that he did. He had to defend his reputation by disassociating from G.O.D. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I have so much shit to say. Alright, so then we get Jonah versus Black Taurus. Um, yeah, we start this match by vibe. Um, basically it's just meaty men slapping meat for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Taurus starts rocking Jonah with hard ass chops. Can't knock him down. Uh, Jonah ends up spiking Black Taurus out of midair, sends him over the ropes. Black Taurus dives out with a corkscrew splash onto Jonah. Jonah just deadlifts Black Taurus and then drops him on the buckle and then pancakes him. Um, we get a waist lock on Black Taurus that kind of slows him down. Um, he ends up getting free, gets an elbow to his face. 
Then Lactorus kind of gets his, he gets his, gets his jimmies all rustled. He uh, gets a sling blade, hits a crucifix bomb, gets a twisting senton onto Jonah. Um, and then Taurus is put up on the shoulders of Jonah up top on the buckles and is dumped off of those shoulders onto the mat. Um, then Jonah power bombs Black Taurus after a fl- big body slam. Um, and of course, he hits the tsunami to win his match. Yeah. And it is a shame that Black Taurus does not get more because the dude is insane. Yeah. I, uh, he's one of my favorites, I think. He's just so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's, he's got, um, kind of a gringo loco thing to him where it's like, you don't expect him to move the way he moves, but he moves a certain way and you're like, mm hmm. Whenever he does the corkscrew splash, it's so good. Mm hmm. Yeah. I agree. All right. So, also, can I just say something? Hmm. Impact has a lot of fucking matches in their pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah. And it was still, like, around the same length as Elimination Chamber. I kind of don't mind that, like, these matches really don't go super, super long. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mind that. Maybe it's my lack of attention spam, but still. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then we got a... Uh... Excuse me. Oh, and we both we both picked Jonah. Uh, to win that match. That's why I didn't suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had an interview with Jake something. He said, I just beat three of X Division's best. It's the, uh, the X Division's the best I've ever seen it. Or the best it's ever been. Trey is a standard in the X Division. And Trey Miguel walks in and he says, that performance was something. You are a star. What being made of, uh, what it takes. But being made of what it takes to beat Trey... I can't bet on that. Ace Austin walks in and he says, Jake something doesn't plan on winning the X Division title. You can get lucky in a multi-man match. And Trey was like, well, you're just mad that, you, that he beat you. Um, and, but then Madman Fulton says, your old friends dropped you like dead weight. To uh, Trey referencing MSK. Um... And then uh, Ace says, smells like the possibility of a tag team match next week. And Jake says, sounds good to me. Or Trey, one of those guys says that. (laughs) And then we had Eric Young versus Jay White. (laughs) This is a stupid match. And then uh, we both expected Eric Young to win with interference from Violent by Design. But we didn't see Violent by Design at all today. Well, I mean, yeah, except for the beginning. The beginning? Of this match. Doring and Diener walked out with him. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So, we will both be taking a dab hot sauce. Um, and good thing, because my mouth just stopped burning. Oh god. There's a big conflict in spices and flavors. 
I don't want a ton of this, but I don't want to be a bitch about it. Okay, 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 okay. Ugh. I'm not that big and strong. Oh, God. <coughs> Honestly, Miriam, I would love to do a Hot Ones episode. Um, I I used to have a show on YouTube that was like Hot Ones. Like Hot Ones. Did uh, various challenges where hot stuff was involved with some friends. Did uh, wasabi Oreos. Those are fucking gross. Uh, Planet Wings is spiciest wings. Which they, they tried to sponsor us for an episode. Um, I think Buffalo Wild Wings too. It was good. I would never be able to be on a Hot Ones episode. Why? Oh, well, they do They do vegan wings. Do they? Yeah. Vegan oh. people go on all the time. I didn't know vegan wings were a thing. Yeah, it's tofu. Well, yeah. I'd be like, can we use this fake chicken that I like? <laughs> they just use, like, fried tofu, I think. Ugh. I wouldn't enjoy it. But actually, to be fair, that might be easier, because tofu's kind of a... Spongier. Yeah, there's more meat to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Eric Young versus Jay White. Yeah. Let's talk about it nice and slow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready. God bless. <laughs> Um, we get some traps to Eric Young, but Young just fucking stomps Jay. We get a back by drop to Young. Um, Jay starts. Well, they go ringside. Jay sends Young's spine into the apron before tossing him back into the ring. Um, and it's kind of looking like everything's coming up. Jay, Millhouse, except <laughs> Jay House. Um. And then Jay goes shoulder first into the fucking turnbuckle so hard that I was like, oh my god, did he actually just hurt himself? Because, like, it looked painful. Um, Eric then starts stomping him. Then he does, like, the fucking craziest shit where he gets up on the second buckle and lifts Jay in, like, a dragon sleeper. But, like, lifts him off the ground. And Jay's just dangling. Yeah. Which I thought was just so fucking funny. Yeah, it was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I think that was when I was like, oh, they're going to do anything to each other. Okay. Cool. Um, eventually, there's a DDT to Young and an uppercut. Um, Eric ends up hitting Jay with a DDT as well. Eric looks like he's just trying to fucking kill Jay. Um, hits him with a big brain buster. Uh, they then do a cute little chop off, basically, um, where they just chop each other incessantly for a while. Um, and it doesn't look like Jay's hitting harder than Eric, but Eric's titties were hella bruised and Jay's titties were not. <laughs> so curious. I think Jay was just chopping a lot more. Mm, I mean, that's a, that's a fair point. Um. Young, however, goes up onto the buckles, lands 
falls first as Jay wiggles the rope. We get a bite to the head of Jay and an elbow drop, but Jay ends up kicking out. Um, he, Uranagi's young. Um, Jay then drops Eric Young on the apron, wants to suplex him on the apron, but doesn't successfully, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Young kind of looked like he wanted to do. He got Jay up on his shoulders. Um, but Jay raked his eyes. Jay then got Eric Young on his shoulders. Eric Young raked his eyes. Um, eventually, Eric Young hits a brain buster on the apron. We get a series of roll-ups and a failed Blade Runner and a failed half-and-half suplex and then a successful half-and-half suplex to Eric Young. And then finally, a successful Blade Runner for Jay White to win and look like a fucking asshole, just like... Yeah. Cocky as shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great match, though. Really great. Yeah, this this match was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Eric Young would get a bit more. I know he's been like Impact Champion before, um, but he, I don't know. He's got to be in the main event scene again. Dude is in, incredible. Um, but I don't think he will be now that he lost to Jay. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, I I, I told I said during this match i was like if jay white wins he's gonna be facing moose at uh at rebellion for the title you don't think it's sacrifice yeah it could be sacrifice it depends on how fast they want to get bull club out of there mm. um and back which to i think japan. also depends on how fast AEW wants to get bull club out of there which i think as long as jay's doing new japan strong it might not matter yeah yeah um I don't know. Because they didn't they haven't really lined up anybody for the title right now. Maybe Eddie Edwards. Um we haven't figured out when Sammy comes back, have we? No, we have not. But that that's he's going to be next in line whenever he comes back. I expect yeah. him to come back tonight. Um but we've gotten zero timeline for him coming back. I mean, he shattered his ankle, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which... Um, also, speaking of medical timelines, uh, Dave Meltzer had an uh, interview with um, Kenny Omega, and he was hopeful to be, to be back in February, but uh, the pandemic slowed that. And so... Uh, <laughs> Physical therapy said he said physical therapy's helping a lot, but like apparently they had to cut a segment on impact. Like he was supposed to run in and interrupt a match, but they had to straight up cut that segment because Scott Demore said he looked like a ninety-year-old walking to the ring. Like it was that bad. Like he said that he he was like zombie walking. And he couldn't Aww. notice, but was told by other people that he looked like that. And it was kept up so much by his injuries while sleeping that he had to sleep on his stomach with his head hanging off of the bed. Aww. And he'd wake up like in a daze because all the blood would rush to his head. The dude is just... His body's taken a huge toll, and a lot of it probably has to do with uh, uh, New Japan. Because I think um, the Vertigo started 2017 during the G1. Um, 
and they they just really work you in New Japan. Like you are a workhorse there. Well, yeah, I mean, as we've seen, yeah, it's like you are you are working six days, six days of the week, five to six. It's not like uh, America where it's like one day a week or two. Yeah, I mean, even with Jay White, like Jay's been doing everything. Mm. Jay hasn't been like resting. Yeah. Um, but not every week though. He he has like this week he's had like right. a lot of days, but it's not every week. New Japan, it's like you are you are on top of your shit all the time. Um. All right, so after that match, we had uh, it, we had Speedball and Ace Austin together. Um, Ace goes up to Speedball and says, this, thir- this Thursday, Trey, Miguel, and Jake something challenged me to a tag match, and I want you to be my partner. Ace, uh, Speedball says, I'm not looking to be a- in a tag team right now. And Ace says, but what's important is to have the right people watching your back. And Speedball says, you and Folden have a great dynamic. I don't want to get in the way. But... Ace responds, this is about you. When I spoke to Trey and Jake, I heard them say some things I'd rather not repeat. They don't respect you. I want to make sure you have the right opportunity to earn their respect. Let's just give this a try. And uh, Ace agrees. So that'll be an interesting match. Um, so next, we get Deanna Perrazzo's Open Challenge. Uh, and it is against Miranda Alize, uh from Ring of Honor for the Ring of Honor title. Yeah. Um, not who we were expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately... Not getting me any fucking points. <laughs> well, we both predict... Uh, we predicted Deanna Perrazzo to win... The match, which she did. You didn't predict her to win? No, I did not. Oh. But thank you. Oh, okay. I could have gotten away with this. <laughs> so then, uh, you have to do two here. What? No! Because we also made predictions on who the challenger would be. Yeah, but you have to do one. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to do one. So, I guess I predicted Deanna to win. You predicted the challenger to win. Um, and I predicted Taya Valkyrie or Maria Canellas to be the ones that challenged for the title. Oh my god, it's going up my... Like, the, the spice went up my nose. Oh, oh. Like, wasabi. Oh god. Um, who did you predict Girl? to oh. answer the challenge? Taya Valkyrie or Athena. Right, right. We're thinking big names. I kind of thought that that might have been a mistake, honestly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the Ring of Honor title to be challenged for twice in a row, too. To be fair, we were not totally wrong. Were we? Yeah, because Taya Valkyrie at Triple AAA, AAA 
Rey de Reyes, Taya Valkyrie challenged Deanna Perrazzo for the Reina de Reyes title. Oh, God. Oh, I wanted to say that that was like basically like hot, like the hot sauce that you're eating is reminds me of like smoking a cigarette and having hot sauce. Oh, that's because it's so smoky. Like there's a there's a little nicotine in that. Oh, God. All right. I feel fine. I feel fine. Mm -hmm. I feel fine. Mm hmm. Got a little crack on that one. All right, let's go. Let's jump into the match. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Um, divine intervention. Okay. Uh, good thing I'm wearing literally all black. So. <laughs> Okay, so we get a voice lock on Alize. Um, a failed Miranda writes on Diana on the way out of it. Alize ends up flying through the ropes onto Diana. We get an elbow to the back of the neck of Alize. And then a leg scissors take down to Diana after a long hot streak for Diana. Diana was like fucking on top for a while there. Um, she did that shit that I hate where like you stand on the back of somebody's calves with like their feet wrapped mm. around your ankles. Yeah. Ugh. Um,. Eventually, we get a second rope hurricane round of two, Diana. Um, Alize slaps Diana and hits her with a running knee. We get a lovely little suplex to Alize, and then um, that nearly calls it a day. Uh, eventually, Alize gets a ripcord knee to Diana and then gets her Miranda rights on Diana, but Diana wriggles free. Puts her in what I believe is the Venus de Milo. Is that what that's called? I have no clue. Oh, that's my flashlight. Why is your flashlight on? Because I held down the corner as I picked up my phone. Oh. Uh. Yes, it is. Okay. Hmm. I know moves. Look at you. Um, but that's it. That's how she wins. Yes, and Diana Prazo retains the title. Continuing to be a double champ. I wonder when she'll lose that thing. Either. Well, I guess the Reina de Reynos, we kind of know. And she might lose the Ring of Honors one at uh, the Supercard. True. True. Um, and take a dab, please. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 because no, because you're doing the thing that you're using me against me. What? You're using me against me. You know, I don't listen to myself when I talk. <laughs> That's not why I did this. <laughs> I don't know any of the words I just said. <laughs> Take a dab. Them Was it the, the word super card? What? I can't Was tell you. I can't tell you. But if I say it a ton of times, you're going to tell me to take a ton of dabs, so. Yeah, but I'm also not going to tell you right as soon as you say it. So it could have been something you said like five minutes ago. Oh, you're so mean. <laughs> Hang on. I've got to get a tissue if I'm going to keep doing this. Okay. And while Liz is getting a tissue, I just want to shout out. Why is Liz still sitting there? She should be getting up and getting a tissue. 
Um, <laughs> I just want to say that a new episode of the Universal Pokemon Federation is out right now. If you go to upfworld.com, you can watch it. Huge title match that happened between Don Pokemon and Rob. Huge title match. Definitely go to upfworld.com and see all the action there. All right. Welcome back. What's up, sluts? All right. Did you take your dab yet? No. What if what if the word is just like the? That would be mean. That would be evil. Evil. Oh no. Evil to impact. Scott Demore would have none of that shit. All right, you ready to move on? So, we then have an interview with Chapel Hart, who sang the national anthem uh, at the beginning of a pay-per-view. Um, one of them says, because I don't know any of their names, uh, we had to come out and support our girl Mickey. Mickey then walks in and says, you ladies killed it. They said, we had to put some lighter fluid out there before you set it on fire. Chelsea Green then walks in and says, I want to say good luck, but I feel like you don't need it. Ugh, excuse me. Mickey says, I know our match got thrown out, but after Tasha, I got you. So, um, yeah, looks like Chelsea's next in line after today. And then we get Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace for the Digital Media Championship. I was a bit disappointed by this match, to be honest. This is a lame fucking match. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, if Mark agrees, then you know it was bad. I'm a big Cardona Mark. All right, it's back and forth action for a while. Oh, wait. Jordan starts Sorry, I, I should have said this before. Um, we both predicted Matt Cardona to retain... Uh, but the match ended in DQ, so we threw out the the prediction. Whenever it doesn't DQ matter happened. one way or the other. What? It doesn't matter one way or the other. Yeah. yeah Miriam just called me Mark Cardona. Oh my god. <laughs> Love it. You shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Jordan ends up choking Matt out um, until he turns fucking purple. It was fucking awesome. He actually turned purple under all that, that yeah, spray tan. Um, Jordan hits him with a deadlift suplex. Then Matt throws Hebner into Jordan, and then everyone's pissed off at him. He hardly cares. He sends Jordan into the buckles. We get some elbows to the face and a suplex right into the buckles to Jordan. Um, I'm in like so much pain right now. <laughs> um. There's some elbows to the face and a suplex right into the buckles to um, Jordan. And then a German suplex to Cardona and a sliding elbow. Jordan throws him down to a spine buster and then a drop kick to the face of Jordan, like square on the fucking nose. Then a couple boots across the face and Jordan turns around a little bit. She gets double knees to the face of Matt. Um, Matt wants to do the, like, the chair thing again like he did last time. But Jordan sees it from a mile away. Just kicks the chair into his head. Um... Jordan then, like, thinks to use the chair herself, 
Hebner takes it away. And basically, Jordan hits Matt with a DQ. She uh she low blows him. Yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, match may have gotten disqualified, but um Jordan got the, you know, she got the um mental win she she got payback yeah um i don't know i wasn't fond of those at all yeah yeah i because i mean i love both these guys both these wrestlers so i was hoping for like a, a banger of a match but it's unfortunate um then we had an interview with Tasha Steeles, and God, Tasha's so good. She's amazing. She should have won this match. She should have. Um, she said, I've been confident what I did Thursday night is just a small preview of what I'm going to do tonight. Mickey, tonight is the last night you call yourself Knockouts Champion. It ain't going to be nothing when Tasha Steeles beats that ass. Uh, and then we just hear screaming from a distance, and it turns out Eddie Edwards was knocked out. Which is weird, okay? Yeah. If if he's the guy all along, and he's the guy who knocked out Gresham, who knocked out uh, fucking uh, who's the first guy that got knocked out? Or no, no, he didn't knock out Josh. Wait, was Gresham the only guy who got knocked out? Gresham was, and then. I think he. I think he was the only one. No, because Gresham wasn't on the team. Somebody had to get knocked. Oh, Josh got kicked out. Yeah, Josh like got suspended. Josh got suspended. Then we got Macklin. Gresham got knocked out. Yeah. Why did Eddie knock him? Why did he pretend to be knocked out? To throw people off the scent. What if to get out of the match? He could have just pulled himself out. <laughs> no, because then that's obvious. Yeah. I like to think that, like, he got into a fight with Macklin backstage. Or, like, a fight with somebody backstage. I, I hope, like, they do a promo on Thursday that's, like, security cam footage of what really happened that knocked out Eddie Edwards. Just Eddie Edwards throwing himself on the ground. <laughs> he, him and Heath got in a fight. Him and TJP got into a tussle. Um, so, then we get the Good Brothers versus Gorillas of Destiny for the Impact Ooh, World boy! Tag Team title. And we both picked G.O.D. to win and get the titles... So we both have to take a dab because the Good Brothers retained. Ah! I've never, ever, 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 ever been hurt like this. Yes, I have them. I feel like if somebody were to just come into this without seeing us eating these hot chips. Uh huh. Just and me reaction. just sitting here like, yeah. I feel like I look like I'm like jonesing. 
Oh, it's always when you swallow the sauce. <clears throat> it, it hurts your throat. <clears throat> um, it would be one thing if it was just G.O.D. being kicked out of Bull Club. But since the Good Brothers were brought back in, hate it. Hate it. Yeah. I like the match. Match, eh, the match was decent. Yeah, the match was decent. You're right. Um, it, it was. I a, like half of, Go on. Sorry, it was like a little bit overbooked in like a New Japan sense. Yeah. Um. But it was fine. I mean, the Good Brothers aren't entertaining to watch, really. And God is like fine to watch. Oh, I think God is really fun to watch because they've got such chemistry with each other. They have good chemistry, but I don't know. It's just. They lack something in the ring. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I think that they're incredible. Hmm. I don't know. Um, they, G.O.D. and Dangerous Tackers are probably like my favorite tag teams. Oh my god. Really? Not the Bucks or Lucha Bros. Well, those are obvious choices, I think. Like, I'm, I'm saying like maybe like not like the most mainstream mm -hmm. options. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think there was actually heat between Tama and Carl, um, if I'm not mistaken, which made this match so much more fun. Is it? I think so. Hmm. And I think it's just because Tama hates Carl. And I don't blame him. Um, Tama spends a little while trying to actually fucking kill him. Um, Tonga, the ref gets distracted, so Tonga takes Doc off the apron. Trying not to hiccup. Um, it was wicked hard to follow. It breaks down after a certain point in a very New Japan way where it's just everything happening ringside. Um, we get a clothesline to Carl from Tama. Tonga gets in. He hits a jab to the neck from... T or there's a jab to the neck of Carl from Tama and then a cutter from Tonga to Carl. Doc gets in shortly after that. Tonga is clotheslining Gallows. And I still don't understand the concept of Tonga as a fucking hoss. I don't... I just don't see it. It doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like half the size of Doc Gallows. Yeah. Um, Tama ends up getting in. Gets just fucking dropped by Doc. Carl, when he's back, he stomps Tonga before vamping to the crowd. Um, the Good Brothers basically end up getting into a position where they're doing literally everything to not let... Um, Tama, I believe, tag out. Mm -hmm. We get a clothesline to Carl. Tonga gets in, um, and he just fucking goes off. He takes Doc off the apron, just fucking takes Carl out of the fucking ring. Um, we get a neckbreaker off of a hip toss to Carl. Um, Tama, who spends like this whole time wanting to tag out, desperately wanting to tag out. Five seconds later, Tama's in. I'm like, let the man fucking rest. Um... We get a double-team neckbreaker to Carl, um, but uh, Gallows breaks up the pin. We get a neckbreaker of his own to Tama. Um, Gallows gets in. He takes Tonga off the apron. We get a filled magic killer to Tama, and then Tonga comes in, spears Gallows. There's a spinebuster to Tonga from Carl. Tama and Carl... Um, oh, 
Tama goes for the stun gu- for the gun stun on Carl. Carl goes for the gun stun on Tama. Neither of them can get it. Um, and then Tama sort of hits like a weird neckbreaker DDT Blade Runner fucking who knows what. Yeah, yeah something like that. Crossroads. Which is, yeah. Um, eventually there's a rolling thunder to Carl, and then Tam goes up top, hits Carl with a huge splash. And then, shit gets weird. Because, the good brothers get a leg up. And the good brothers go in, and they're about to hit the magic killer. And then who runs to the fucking ring? But Chris Bay. Mm -hmm. Chris Bay runs to the ring. And at first you're thinking, oh, Chris Bay's running to the ring, and he's going to distract the ref, and something's going to happen. Like, Good bro- uh, good Brothers are going to lose their titles, and it's going to be like a whole, you know, cool Bullet Club defeats shitty Bullet Club. Yeah. But Tonga gets pissed off. And I couldn't quite understand. I was like, oh, take advantage of this. You guys are Bullet Club. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Um, I think he was like, we don't need your help. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, so Tonga gets pissed, and eventually he goes to ringside. To confront Chris Bay. And Gallows comes out of nowhere and choke slams Tonga. And then Chris Bay's looking all scared. And I was like, yeah, oh God, like, please don't kick Chris Bay out of Bullet Club. Right. We're both thinking Chris Bay is done in Bullet Club. Jay made a mistake. Oh no. And then Jay comes out of fucking nowhere. Blade Runner's Tama. Gun. The, gun club i was about to say and the good brothers get <laughs> the good brothers get their magic killer off on tama and um retain and then it's fucking strange and upsetting yeah so uh if you want me to go over this um jay and chris bay the two sweet and but they they wait they don't do it jay looks over to the good brothers and he's like come on Come on. But it, it didn't feel like, come on, you guys are part of Bull Club. It's more like, all right, come on. I guess you guys aren't fired yet. Jay was emotionless, by the way, for this whole thing. Yeah. There was no, like, this is what you deserve. Because I want everyone to know, the reason that this happened, or at least one of the reasons, is that Tama Tonga subtweeted, or not really subtweeted, called out Jay on Twitter in October of last year. Yeah, they've had some a lot of beef on Twitter over the and, course of time. Right, so most recently, this was last year in October. The most recent call-out was last fucking year. Although, he was, uh, Tama was also mad that Jay White crossed the forbidden door and not him. It's this whole who leads Bullet Club kind of thing. And Tama believes since he thinks he leads Bullet Club that he should have been the one to cross the forbidden door. I do like to say, though, I want to go off the notion that Jay White is using fuel from an October 2021 tweet. Mm. That's going to keep me coasting for a little while. Um, I just... My eye switching. Oh boy. Sorry guys. Um I didn't think that was fired me up that much. <laughs> um I It's just, We got such a massive fucking thing happen to Bullet Club. Something that has destabilized all of Bullet Club at this point. And everyone in Bullet Club is reacting to this. Yeah. 
And on a $10 pay-per-view, we got this. Not even New Japan's uh, show. And I guess that shows how, uh, how much impact means to New Japan. And we might see a lot more evolution go down on Impact or even AEW. Because Jay White did also tweet out, uh, like they tweeted out the Young Bucks handle in response to what happened to Impact. So we might be seeing a little bit of a shift there as well. Um, but my favorite thing about all of this, my favorite thing about everything that happened in in this aftermath is that Chris Bay is basically Jay White's protege and I love that It is really cute um and it's like I also really want one of Chris Bay's New Japan shirts because they have like the Impact one which is like blue and and green but they also have a new Japan one, which is like all black. Um, um, I thought that because Kenta is perpetually online, um, he would have said something, but he is actually just aggressively tweeting about new Japan right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Miriam said, I thought it was very interesting in a, in the big tag match a couple weeks ago when Jay was doing everything to keep Bay safe and give Bay the big shining moments. Yeah. Like, not only is Chris Bay one of like a one of like a shining prospects in pro wrestling, like one of the up and comers to be huge, but he also has Jay White behind him and putting him over. The dude is gonna have a massive career. Yes, he it's gonna is be amazing. I feel like. Fergal is probably sitting at home just fucking staring at the television like fuck. Uh, El Phantasmo also tweeted <laughs> a picture of the Bullet Club dressing room sign in New Japan and said it's chaos in here right now. Well, because cutest tag team ever looks like they're about to break up. Don't say that. The only silver lining we can get out of this is House of Torture fucking off someone? Yeah. If, and making their own faction. But we won't get that for a while because Jay is in America. Probably not coming back to Japan for a little while. I don't know. No, I, I don't think so. Unless he comes back for the New Japan Cup because he does like to call it the New Japan Cup. Um, yeah. However. But we won't know until they announce who's in the New Japan Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um. God, all this is so exciting, and I'm so glad it's happening, like across all promotions, to show just how vast Bolt Club is and how great just the whole universe of pro wrestling is. Which is yeah. why it sucks that WWE is locking themselves behind a door, because they are, they're like. Sony with their Spider-Man stuff locking themselves off from the rest of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's I, I, I don't know. I I I'm enjoying this so much um and I'm so glad that like Impact like you said is really the lobby. Yeah. 
Um, it's so fun to watch. And that's one of the reasons why I think the WWE is like, not because it's like, yeah, I've seen these guys a million times. Hmm. Even if it's an open challenge, it's somebody that I've seen a million times. So. Yeah. <laughs> Miriam said, I like to think AJ and Finn are texting each other right now. Just fuming. Probably Cody, too. Yeah, I'll leave him out of this. I hope Finn is not texting him. I don't think Cody was ever fired from Bullet Club. No, Cody left Bullet Club. Did he? I think so, yeah. Well, I know uh, Cole, the Bucks, uh, Hangman. Was Hangman? Did, Hang did he leave Bullet Club? You don't know? Uh, not off the top of my head. Hmm. Um, my bullet club lore is not fresh in mind. But what is great is something, um, I think Matt Raywalt said it, where if you're fired from bullet club, it has made a very public and embarrassing thing. That's what happened to G.O.D. Hopefully it happens to House of Torture. Please. Um, Make Kevin Kelly's day. And hopefully it happens to um, the Good Brothers as well. All right. So, anyway. We then had, right after that, Mickey James versus Tasha Steeles for the Knockouts Championship. And I picked Mickey James to retain. I thought I was being foolish for that. But no. Mickey James. Excuse me. Mickey James retained, and you were the fool, because you picked Tasha Steeles, even though I would have very much loved Tasha to have won. I thought it just felt right. Yeah, she's she's got so much personality. Her her gear always looks fucking amazing too, for for pay per views. Um, I I also just don't like how overbooked the ending to this match was. It's disappointing. Having Chelsea and Savannah both get involved. I'm trying to find a chip that's not a tiny little piece. No. Um, also happening today. Or I yeah, I guess today since it's midnight. Okada versus Naito. It might be happening like now. Yeah. No, I think in like a couple hours. They... No, they've got an an early start time today. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how early, but that was what Kevin said. Man. Exciting times. Exciting weekend. Elimin I wish we could talk about Elimination Chamber, like, extensively. Because uh, a lot of shit ha went down there. Not not great shit. Although that Women's Chamber match was, was fantastic. Everything else was shit. Yeah. Bobby Lashley's injured, which sucks. Um, Brock is unbeatable. Brock is unbeatable, made Seth Rollins look like dog shit. After, not just made him look like dog shit, it was after, like, they did a whole video package for Seth. Yeah, that's the weirdest which thing. Which was so confusing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And after Seth fucking beat Brock and Roman with the heist of the century. It's the meaty men slap and meat thing that Vince is obsessed with now. Yeah. Yep. Even though we haven't seen Omos in a while. Anyway. Oh. Um, we're talking about Mickey and Tasha. Yeah. It's a bit of a war of attrition for the most part in the beginning. We get a boot to the face of Tasha. And then a shoulder to the midsection of Mickey and a boot to send her off the apron. Um, ringside, though, we get a neckbreaker to Tasha. Um, and then Tasha rolls in, rolls right back out. Savannah slams Mickey right into the post. And nobody says shit about it. Um, eventually, a big kick flattens Mickey. We get a slap to the face of Tasha after a funky like, little face-off with their forehead to forehead. And I was like, oh. Um... And then Mickey hits a low blow to Tasha, and Tom makes a point to say, like, that's legal in women's matches, and I was like... Which is bullshit. Um, I still... I mean, like, yes, I, I guess it's not the same, but... I'm sure it still hurts and is unfair. Yeah. I wouldn't care for that at all. Um, but the ref's like, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't fucking care. Um, and then Mickey just fucking goes absolutely batshit. Um... Savannah gets a mick kick to the jaw, and then Tasha hits Mickey with a cutter. Then Chelsea Green comes out, and Chelsea Green tries to attack Savannah. She can't quite get it. Um, ends up getting her, like, throwing her down onto, like, the fucking floor. Um, Mickey then knocks Green off the apron accidentally with Tasha, which I'm sure will come back to bite her in the ass at some point. Um, but she beats Tasha with a roll-up, and I didn't expect the ending of this to go that way. I didn't really care for it either, because they're both really talented wrestlers, and I think that they should have at least gotten a finisher. Yeah. Yeah. It's cage match. Impact cage match. Be sick. I don't, I don't know mm -hmm. if they have the space for a cage, though. If I think the thing is, like, I... They made it, they made when Mickey promised Chelsea the next shot at the title, mm. I thought that was very, like, I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were too buddy-buddy in that Tasha would win and then Chelsea would come out for revenge. But, oh, I mean, I'm sure that that's going to fall apart now, though. I, I can't yeah. wait for that. I, I hope Chelsea goes heel just with Cardona. Um, but we, we should get a steel, steel cage match. If NXT can do a steel cage, so can Impact. Yeah, they should have enough room. Yeah. I guess it's easier for NXT because they were working, or they are working out a full sale. So, like, mm -hmm. the dimensions don't change. Right. Right. Um, so then we get a, an interview with Team Impact. Um, Eddie says this has been honor no more. Oh, wait, no. Macklin says this has been honor no more since day one. They have been nothing but a parasite. We're going to whoop their ass. And um, Saban says, how do we know it's honor no more? How do we know it wasn't you? Um. 
Rich Swan walks in and says, I talked to Dr. Ross. Eddie is not clear to fight, but I found a replacement. And Willie Mack walks in. So now... What? What? Wait. If Eddie wasn't clear to fight, and a doctor signed off on that, that means that somebody did beat up Eddie. Yeah, th that's what I'm saying. Somebody beat him up. Do you think that Honor No More were like, well, we gotta sell this. Maybe it was Gresham. Eddie versus Gresham. Oh, it makes sense. Eddie versus Gresham next. I guess it makes sense. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, but if you think so, I believe you. Because all this shit is probably going down backstage. Uh, Eddie knocked out Gresham. I'm sure Gresham knew who attacked him, so he went after him again. Tonight. And, uh, it resulted in that. But he was very clearly, like, able to. So maybe the doctor was just in on it. Uh, that's what I'm saying, like... Maybe the doctor was like, maybe uh, maybe Ross stands for something like Ring of Soul silly Suckers scoundrels. Oh. or really honor sucks sometimes. Where in the world does honor start with an O? Uh. Anyway, <laughs> next question. <laughs> and uh, you have to take a dab. It's honor, isn't it? <laughs> Mary said, bring up sad sacks. <laughs> Shove your sorries in a sack. <laughs> That's perfect. Also, we don't know that it's not Ross, like R-H-O-S-S. -S. Or R-O-H-S-S. -S. You're awful. What? Did you know? What? Oh, you're so fucking mean, aren't you? What did I do? I know what the word is. What's the word? I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Is the word honor? Yes. You were gonna make me. You were gonna make me fucking say it during the fucking honor no more match. Well, you said it again. I guess you didn't say that you would make me not. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you got it right doesn't mean that it's over. All right, how many do I have to fucking do? I'll just do one. <clears throat> Even though you said it like two or three times. Please. Three times. Yeah, you said it three times. This is, I hate this. It's the most degrading thing getting fucking cheese dust <laughs> on your fingers. <laughs> you look like a fool, a nerd, a mark. You look, I look like a fucking. <laughs> Look like a fucking 13 year old boy. Yeah. Alright, so 
Next up, we have W. Morrissey versus Moose for the Impact World Championship. And I picked Moose to retain because at Rebellion, Moose versus Jay White sounds much more interesting than Morrissey versus Jay White. And so you picked Morrissey. Yeah. That's uh, another dab for you. Why did you pick Morrissey? Is it because Josh is out? Suddenly that plan is scrapped. I uh I I was hoping that like we would see Josh today because if at least if we saw Josh today we would know that his release was a work. But now that he's he didn't show up, it seems the worst is coming true. Well, they, they what do you mean? That that he's like actually his contract's actually up. Well, you said that it seemed like it was a work. It's just because they mentioned his name so many times. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to say it's a work. I don't, I don't want to be one of those, one of those people. It's just weird. It's weird how this all went down. It's weird that they let go one of their biggest players. And it's weird that they keep mentioning him. You would think that like. He's one of those people that, like, if his contract were, like, about to expire, they'd be like, oh, let's get this fucking signed again. Yeah, especially since the whole plan was for uh, him to get the, the world title. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was supposed to be in Eddie Edwards' position. Turning on impact. Which would make a lot, that would make a lot more sense than Eddie. Because Josh has been so pissed off with Impact and Scott. Yeah. He, then he challenges Gresham for the Ring of Honor title. But maybe, maybe like, maybe Scott didn't have faith in that plan. I don't know. I mean, you take your biggest baby face and you turn him heel. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, Morrissey versus Moose. You good? I like, can't do this. <laughs> um, so it's just meaty men slapping meat for a little while. Um, which I said right as Matt Raywalt quoted it, and I was like, ah. <laughs> um, we get a spear two, Morrissey from Moose, and a second one. And simultaneously, this match lasted longer than I thought it would, and ended sooner than I thought it would. Um, he goes for a third, but Morrissey jumps. Sends a big boot to the head of Moose and then hits the BQE after Moose honks Morrissey with a boot accidentally. Um, 
Morrissey then spears Moose into the barricade. Moose sends Morrissey through a table. We get a BQE into the apron, and then fucking Morrissey shouts, got him that fucking time, and I swear to Christ. <laughs> I was like, so you know that you fucked up the first time. Mm-hmm. And you announced that you fucked up the first time. Incredible. I love Debbie Morrissey so much. He's like... He's he's a wrestler for the everyday man. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a BQE turns into a head scissors to Morrissey and then a draw kick. We get like a huge double lariat that like flips Moose inside out. Um, Moose ends up spearing Morrissey, but his hand is under the ropes. And then there's the BQE to Moose and his foot is under the ropes. And I was like, this is fucking tiring. Uh, we end up getting a suplex to Morrissey and then a spear for Moose to win. Yes, yeah, and uh, it it was a fun match. It was a really fun, meaty men slapping meat. Um, yeah, this is this is Vince's wrestling. Vince watches this shit and like gets off to it. It's just meaty men. Do you think like he was watching this night and he was like, Cass, <laughs> no, my boy. It would be more like my boy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Ian Riccoboni tweeted about Eddie Edwards. He said, and y'all thought I had nothing to do with, or anything to do with Honor No More. I didn't know Eddie was with Honor No More, but I always knew I wasn't. I don't like these guys any more than y'all do. Oh, God. Um, also, speaking of, of meaty men slapping meat, um, with Brock versus Roman happening at WrestleMania... This will be the sixth, sixth time that Brock versus Roman has happened at pay-per-view. Sixth. Um, for, for a title, too. Happened uh, WrestleMania for the WWE title. Another WrestleMania for the Universal title. A Greatest Royal Rumble for the Universal title. Uh, SummerSlam for the Universal title crown jewel for the universal title and now this upcoming wrestlemania for champion versus champion title for title shit sucks all right so Tonga Loa tweeted i don't understand i do know that i'm tired of not knowing what the fuck is going on i get it now at the real east Hashtag control your narrative. <laughs> oh no. no! Oh no! He should have stayed. They really club. broke him. He should have stayed in Bullet Club. Shit. Would have kept him away from this shit. Oh, he could be with a uh, fucking EC3, Braun Strowman, and Killer Cross. It's like how people are like, oh, kids need to do after school activities so that they don't like get into trouble. He needed to stay in Bullet Club so he didn't get into trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So then finally, we have Team Impact versus Honor No More in the main event, five v five. This should have been elimination, but I get why it wasn't. Yeah. 
Um, Mark, would you like to do a, a dab? Yeah, I picked uh, Team Impact to win. I had a feeling with Supercard coming up, Ring of Honor would want all their talent. But I was fucking wrong. Now, uh, Honor No More stays in Impact. Hmm. Between the pain of spice and the espresso, I am feeling like I could wrestle God. And win! Yeah. Probably. Maybe. I'm gonna <sighs> superplex it. Um. Mm. Oh, it's, uh, doesn't get really spicy till it hits your throat. Um, those chips are you really good. You say that literally every time you have a chip. Because I get surprised with it every time, because I forget. Uh, but those chips are good. If only you didn't have a fucking hot sauce on them. Alright. So, Team Impact vs. Honor no more. Alright. Um, just fair warning. This was really fucking difficult to take notes on. Mm -hmm. I had so much trouble. Yeah. Um, because every five seconds, somebody new was tagged in. Mr. Isaacs with the first time chat. Welcome. Thank you for joining Howdy. us. Um, so Macklin exchanges blows with Bennett, and then Saban gets in against Matt Taven. We get some chops to Saban, and a wicked hurricane run to Taven. Um, I'm always like, not surprised, but like Saban is like just such a good wrestler, and I'm always surprised to the like extent of that he's such a good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Eventually, Rich Swan gets in. We get a boot to the head of Rich from Taven, and then PCO finally gets into the thrill of the crowd. The crowd is begging for PCO. He is over wherever he goes. Fucking insane. Um, he's a grandfather. Yeah. And if he's not a grandfather, he should be. Um, he's uh he's up against Rhino. There's some chops to Rhino. Um, and by like some chops, I mean like a lot of chops. Um, he then bites Rhino, which was maybe the third time somebody got bitten tonight. Um, what happened? Uh, we heard young bitch A. Yeah, it happened. Um. Happened, happened somewhere match. else. Um, oh, I know that, like... Oh, no. Could have sworn it happened in another match. It definitely did. It was men. Did Cardona bite Jordan? I don't know. Black Taurus didn't bite Jonah. Not Deanna and Alize. Not Good Brothers and G.O.D., not Mickey and Tasha. Oh, I guess it didn't happen again. Feels like it. Well, I think maybe it's because um, Diener bit somebody mm. uh, last Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, if I had a nickel every time that happened, I'd have 10 cents. But it's weird that it happened a second time. Yeah. Um, anyways, we get a flying back heel to Willie from Kenny King, who gets in. Um... Then we get a backbreaker to King from a legal Macklin. Canellis gets in, or sorry, 
Yeah, Canellas, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What? Maria Canellas. Yeah. I couldn't tell if I had fucked up. Um, Maria Canellas gets between Saban and King, um, which gets uh, Mike Bennett involved um, with a Death Valley driver. Taven then kicks Saban in the head. King hops back into the ring. Um, Taven ends up tagging in off that. We get a backbreaker to Saban, and then Bennett gets him. Saban is then nearly superplexed, but then he's taking on both men of OGK. He DDTs Bennett into the mat. Taven kicks Vincent off the apron accidentally, and then Rich Hurricane runs Taven into Bennett. It's a fucking shit show. Um, or as they would say in succession, it's a shit show at the fuck factory. <laughs> um, Vincent then stops Rich while all of Redacted No More hold him. Um, then we get a spinebuster from King to Swan. There is a near fall from Taven as he drives Swan into the canvas, but it's broken up. Um, PCO then flattens Swan, goes to dive out onto someone, lands on no one. Um, and everybody stops what they're doing because everybody's like, oh no, <laughs> PCO just <laughs> fell on the fucking ground. Anywho, um, he, Willie finally gets in, starts fucking stomping Redacted No More. Um, we get a spinning back, night bur- Redacted No More. Unbelievable. Um, we get a spinning neck breaker to Mike Bennett, um, which is assisted by Rich. Um, Taven then breaks up the cover. We get a proton pack to Willie from OGK, and then Vincent comes in versus Macklin. Macklin spears Vincent, and PCO comes in to chokeslam Macklin almost immediately. Like, Macklin doesn't get any momentum whatsoever. Um, then we get a leg drop to Macklin from PCO. Macklin then takes out a ref. And King dives onto Macklin, and then Saban dives onto King, and then Taven dives onto all the men, and then Rich Swan does it too. And then PCO is just, you can fucking see him. All the men are up by the ramp, and PCO is on the far like side of the apron, just sitting there like with his head in his hand. And I was like, oh, we're reconsidering life choices now, aren't we? Ooh. Um, then PCO cannonballs onto Rich and Willie and well, fucking smashes um, Rich's head into the fucking apron. Um, and then Vincent says, that's not enough. OGK pull Rich and Willie further away from the apron and Vincent hits the red rum onto Rich and Willie, sending them onto the ringside area. PCO then dives onto the whole field of men again. Um, and at this point it was like, how... Fucking ref is down. Everybody's fighting everybody. It's not a tag match anymore. How do we find an end to this? And I'll tell you how we find an end to this. What? Oh. I heard a noise that sounded like our cat, like, making, like, a grunt or whatever. Is the um, Yeah. Because the cat's not in here. Um. But... Who comes running down the ramp? But Eddie. With a kendo stick. Yeah. Kendo. Eddie Edwards is here. And Mark, you saw him. He immediately attacks Rhino. And you saw him. 
some reason you believed in the benevolence of Eddie Edwards. Well, no, he didn't immediately attack Rhino. He got in the ring and held down Maria Canellis for Rhino to do to spear her. But oh, as yeah. he goes to or to gore her, and as he goes to gore, he smacks him with the kendo stick. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Um. And in my like in my head, I thought it made sense. But you thought that Rhino was the one who attacked. Him. Yeah. At least that's what you said at first. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Rhino was the most aggressive out of all of them. You're not wrong. He did just come out of Island by Design. Yeah. Um. But Eddie then um just kendo's the shit out of just about anybody um that comes near him mm-hmm. uh, from Impact. And then I think Kenny King gets the pin. And all of this makes sense, actually, um, if you had been watching closely, because when this all first started and we had that first kind of brawl, Josh Alexander had Vincent in an ankle lock. And Eddie was supposed to hit him with a kendo stick. And Eddie froze. Eddie hesitated. Um, until somebody else came in or like attacked him, I think, or he um got distracted. Um and then it happened a second time. I don't remember exactly the scenario, but I think it was like the same instance. Um it happened a second time. And then Eddie was the only one who didn't have a singles match. And right. then at one point, um, we had everybody come out um and like fight um like there there was another brawl. And Eddie didn't come out with impact. So. The writing was on the wall, baby. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Edwards was also in Ring of Honor for seven years. 2006 to 2013. Can't be shocked. Um, But then Eddie rips off his patch. And says impact. And we get a camera angle on it for a solid two minutes um, with, after... With, with the camera guy reaching for it and adjusting it. <laughs> God. Like, we were not supposed to be on that camera. I, there were a lot of weird technical mishaps. Like, with the Jordan, um, Grace, and um, Cardona fight, the lights were for, like, the first second and a half before, mm. like, they officially rang the bell. Yeah, there were some production issues today. For the for that interview with um, Team Impact, there was no audio for the first little bit of it. Yeah, it was a little bit messy, but still, such a great show. It's coming off of watching Elimination Chamber. Watching this, wrestling is good. Yeah. All right. So, thus concludes our recap of No Surrender. Now let's get into the bests of the night. So, Liz. Hey, what's up? Let's talk about Wrestler of the Night. Okay. He got three, uh, four options. You give four options. Chris Bay, Jay White, Tasha Steeles, and PCO. Chris Bay. 
I 100% agree. Chris Bay will 100%. If he stays on this course, he will be the biggest wrestler in the world. The dude is incredibly talented. He's got a ton of charisma for being a fucking rookie. He's been in for, what, like five years? Like wrestling in general? Let's see, when, when did he debut? 2017, so yeah, five years he's just been around. Wow. He, he is going so far. Especially now that he's in Bullet Club. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about match of the night? Yeah, sure. All right. So, as always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. And then we'll talk about which one's the best match of the night. So starting off with worst match of the night with a 4 out of 10. Tennille Dashwood versus Havoc. I don't know why I included this one. It was in the pre-show. But it was fine. It was like a regular impact weekly match. Yeah. Uh, next up, with a 4 out of 10, Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace. This should have been like a real ass match. After what happened last time with the chair, this should have been like a real, real full-on match. Um, next up, with a 5 out of 10, Mickey James versus Tasha Steeles. Would have loved it without the Savannah-Chelsea interruption, but it also didn't help that Tasha didn't win. Yeah. Next I kind of, like, I, at first I thought it was going to be really funny if, like, Chelsea, like, came to attack Savannah but couldn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I thought that might be, like, interesting, like, if she goes to, like, attack Savannah but she can't do it. And then Mickey loses her title because of that. Yeah, yeah. But what do I know? Yeah, as much as I do. Booking 101's in the room next door. Yeah. Next up, 5 out of 10, Good Brothers versus G.O.D. The only thing that was worth it in this match was the aftermath with Jay White. Uh, the rest of the match was, like, it was fine. Um... A bit chaotic, New Japan booking, but it's fine. Um, then the five out of ten, Diana Peraza versus Miranda Alize. It was a decent enough match. It was nice to see Miranda Alize, but this match wasn't really anything special. It was pretty short. I'm surprised nobody came out after Alize, like a like a bigger challenger. Um, next up, with a 6 out of 10, Jonah vs. Black Tarus, just because Black Tarus is so much fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, next, with a 7 out of 10, Team Impact vs. Honor No More. It was a lot of fun, even if it was incredibly chaotic. Uh, the, the Eddie Edwards turn was fun to see. And yeah, it, it was very well done. Uh, next, 7 out of 10, Eric Young versus Jay White. This was this was really fun. This was a great match. I would love to see this again. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I hope that Jay White goes for the world title. Because I feel like if you take out the head of VBD, 
you should. Um, oh, forgot to mention, uh, if you have a question for our question segment, leave it in the chat, and we'll get to it after the best of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to it in the next one. Listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live. Um, but yeah, if you take out the head of VBD, you should be in line for a title shot. Because it's supposed to be yeah. a big deal. Um, and hopefully Jay White's around in, in Impact it long enough to do that. Um, yeah. Next. With an 8 out of 10 W. Morrissey versus Moose. This match was great. This was so much fun. Um, it, it was a hoss fucking match. If it didn't have the amount of botches it had, because it had plenty of botches, mm-hmm. it would have been ranked higher. It probably would be match of the night. Um, but there were like a lot of botches, not not like extreme ones, but just enough to where it made the match look a little bit clumsy. Yeah. It was slippery for whatever reason. Yeah. And finally, my pick for match of the night, featuring the best division in all of pro wrestling. The fatal four way match between Chris Bay, Mike Bailey, Ace Austin, and Jake Something were number one contender for the X Division title. This match rocked. So good. I agree. All right. So to run it back, wrestler of the night, Chris Bay. Match of the night, Chris Bay versus Mike Bailey versus Ace Austin versus Jake something. All right, Liz, would you like to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. All right. So we got Miriam's question. Got- God, I haven't been on Twitter since... Um- earlier today mm-hmm. um just seeing that madcap moss fucking spot is like Ooh, it's so bad it's all over my my feet at least it the worst thing about it is like it's nobody's fault because drew was just doing he's done that spot a million times yeah. moss he just miscalculated on on doing a roll. A lot of people said he shouldn't have tucked his head. He he wasn't trying to tuck his head naturally like he would for a move. He was trying to roll out of it. Yeah. Um but apparently and I didn't even notice it, but apparently Corbin did the right thing. Uh, they should have gone to the finish. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um which that was a choice and I think whatever. Um but Corbin managed to get him to the ringside area right after, which I thought was knowing that he did that, I think is like impressive yeah. and good for Corbin. Yeah. Um, so Miriam asked now, what if Maria Canellis is putting all these ring of honor strings herself, pulling all these ring of honor stream- strings herself and setting Diana up for herself to take the ring of honor title off Diana, since Maria would technically have a bigger claim to it than anyone else. That's what I guessed. I, one of my predictions was for Maria to challenge Diana today. Um, and it is, should all come down to Maria taking the, the women's title with her to Supercard. 
or have Maria versus Diana at Supercard because that would be a huge match. Yeah, I I think that um I wonder if that's going to be the Supercard match. Yeah, or she brings in like a like a heater. To yeah. Do it. Like like I mean, I would suggest like Willow Nightingale, but she's not like heel. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what heel women are on Ring of Honor. I don't. Yeah, I don't know the Ring of Honor roster. Um, because Allison K is in the tag team. Alize already was challenged today. What? I guess it would be like Maria, but Maria doesn't really wrestle. She hasn't wrestled in so long. You can always come back. True. I mean, Lita wrestled today. Let me see. Um, women. Kelsey Green. Holly Dead. Is uh, is one. Trisha Dora. Max the Impaler. Um, Angelina Love. Feels like an old list. That's as of February nineteenth. Mandy Leon. Very small women's roster. Yeah. Like, it's eighteen people. Uh, um. But yeah, uh, it. If Maria Canellis like. Is willing to wrestle, then yeah, it should be her. Unless they want to get uh, one of the WWE releases, like Tony Storm. That would be a, a great match. Deanna versus Tony. I don't know when we're going to see Tony, though. Or Chelsea. Chelsea's part of Ring of Honor. She might be turning heel soon. Yeah, there you go. First time chat from Mr. Tiny Corn Dog. Welcome. Welcome. Um, all right, so on YouTube, Milam asks, do you think Adam Cole is a good choice for Paige's next challenge? I feel like Paige to retain or to remain a hot babyface needs a hated heel to challenge him. Cole doesn't really get heel heat. I think it's about making that heel heat. Because um, we had Lance get that heat by brutalizing... Uh, sorry, Brian Danielson get that heat by brutalizing Paige and the Dark Order. He didn't. He didn't start with that heat. Um, but Adam Cole is gonna get that heat by pulling those mental strings by by using his friendship with Paige against him. Um, and I. I think. I, I think because of the story that we've got, just going back to the to the nod from Matt to Paige right before Page One, um, going back to that, going back to Cole, um, Cole's friendship with Paige in the first place, and their history. Mm-hmm. I think that if they do it right, which I'm not super confident in. Oh, my fingers crossed. Um, if they do it right, I think that this could be a very good 
almost Hangman Kenny level feud. I think they've already they've already got it started on the right track. Because Cole got mm-hmm. the crowd to chant asshole to Paige. I think the problem is that this feud deserves like time to simmer. Oh yeah, and it will because Revolution's not for another month, right? It's like March 16th. Yeah, and February has February has eight more days left. Yeah, but that's like three weeks. That's a couple of episodes. I think it's enough to Well, there's Dynamite and Rampage. They could use both of those to ramp up this this feud. Um I think bringing in Jay though is like it it's muddying the water. Yeah. For sure. I think that was a mistake. And I hate saying that, but I think bringing Jay in was a mistake right now just because we've got weird bullet club tension from fucking Hangman and Adam. Mm-hmm. We've got weird bullet club tension from Bucks and Jay and it it's all happening in too tight of a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I see this going on the right track. I see Cole being like a like a master manipulator. And he's really good at that. I mean, think of the fallout of him and Undisputed Era. That was executed beautifully. It was. Yeah. Um, um I'm I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. You do bring up a good point with, with Jay coming in. Adam Cole's got a ton on his plate right now, and that really doesn't help. Because he's, he's going to come out looking like a baby face yeah, um, in the whole Red Dragon Young Bucks stuff. Right, because that's, I, and I forgot about that, is that, like, in addition to Hangman and Adam and Jay and the Bucks, we've got the Bucks and um, Red Dragon, and then we've got Adam involved in that, too. And it's like, Although I could see them hit Cole sides with uh, Red Dragon and turns on the Bucks and Kenny. Yeah, and I think that when Kenny comes back, he's going to be face and so are the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. If only, uh, if only Cody was still around to uh, witness all this fallout. Well, maybe he shouldn't have fucked over the people he works with. I wouldn't say fucked over. I mean, yes, it did catch everyone by surprise, but um, I think when your EV, one of your EVPs leaves, it kind of fucks people over. Well, I think it was it's um, temporarily. Oh, Wade Keller mentioned in in his uh, article that like a lot of people were not happy with Brandy or felt uncomfortable with Brandy in the locker room. I think Cody too, because they shut themselves off a lot. Um. And, um, oh, um, somebody mentioned that Cody created like this product and stopped being like having major booking decisions. So he wasn't even, he didn't even have a huge effect at at the end of his run with AEW. So now he created this product, helped create this product and is now going to make money. So, you know what? Fine. It's in good hands now. We just won't have Cody Island anymore. He was pretty much just in charge of his own booking by that point. No more middle section. Gotcha. Alright, so that's 
all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Sure. If you tune in today, thank you so much. And if you tune in the future, much we appreciate you. Um, please tune in on Monday for our Fastlane WWE 2K20 stream. Well, Monday. That's what I said. Okay, I thought you said Tuesday. Yeah, Monday will be uh, Fastlane. Pay-per-view. Great. We have a great card. The day after that will be our WWE 2K20 regular RAS stream. And then the day after that will be our Dynamite stream. And then the day after that will be our Impact uh, Fallout from No Surrender stream. And then the day after that, you won't see us. We won't be here. And then Sunday, uh, I'll be putting a poll up tomorrow or Monday for deciding our next weekend show. Right now, we've got a bit to uh, to think about. Terminus 2 is happening this week. Um, GCW's, I think it's the coldest winter or something is happening. Um, and then, as far as a third show, I'm not sure. Maybe Defy or, like, Rampage. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see what everyone wants. If you want to participate in that poll join us on twitter at pinfall podcast and follow and subscribe here at twitch and youtube and all that is the pinfall podcast more spot on spotify as well same name i'm at the mark cameron liz is at eliza elaine 23 and we will see you all on monday for our 2k20 fast lane we're winding down on the road to wrestlemania ramping up Generating that hype. See whose show is the best, and you can vote too. Join us at Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast. Alright, have a great night, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Adios.